Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Show Lamont Paris Chattanooga Mox SoCon champions 27 7 on the year doing big things that he's repping the C right now McKenzie Arena right now, guys. <laughs> What's up, coach? How you doing, brother? Boss man, I'm good, baby. I'm blessed. I can't complain. I got no complaints, that's for sure. I hear that, man. Let me tell you, let's say ask you this, man. Where's your feelings been like the last few days after David did what he did for you guys, man? And Making this shot for you guys, bro. Tell me how you feel, man. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you from from the time it happened, we stayed that night in Asheville at the hotel. From the time it happened to the time I wake up the next morning, I gotta admit it was it was as surreal as anything I've been been in in my in my whole career. Um, and then the next day, we're still on cloud nine. We fell. We fell down to cloud nine. Uh, the next day and so it's great it's real but but there was a magical number of hours from the time that it happens until the time the sun comes up the next day it's magical and it's hard to describe that but then uh, from then you start to put some things into perspective and what happened and what it means and how it went down is uh, what a special circumstance and situation and just happy for our team and just, uh, uh, you know, I've been blessed enough to, I've been in a couple of situations, uh, uh, good situations for whatever reason, I'm good at it. I'm lucky, uh, whatever it is. And to see these guys be able to have the opportunity to experience the things that they did um, after that game is man, rewarding doesn't even really put it into perspective. So. Now let me ask you this, bro. Was there any thought for you to you call a timeout after that laid up? Or you just let, let, let them go? Yeah, there was. There was. Here's my normal, here's my normal deal. Okay. So we had essentially the same situation as the overtime happened in regulation. We were up three. They make a three. We inbound it with four point, whatever, four point five seconds. Malachi Smith gets all the way down inside the three-point line in a broken situation, broken floor situation. And the shot gets blocked, but just as easily as it got blocked, he could make it or get fouled. So the it's a good scenario for us. So I was I was going to not call the timeout uh, as long as we were in a downhill straight line drive speed dribble situation. 
And once David Jean Baptiste had to abort mission and, 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 and cross over from right to left, now he's moving laterally while the clock's ticking. He's not getting any closer to the basket. And I did try to call a timeout at that point just to make sure we had two seconds from midcourt to try to get a two or a three to tie it or go up, right? So I did. Once, once that wasn't called and then he went into his process, then I did not want the timeout because the worst case scenario was they call a timeout with 0.4 seconds left and we got to try to make something happen four tenths of a second. So I did initially try to call a timeout. They didn't see and call the timeout. And obviously that worked to our benefit. Yeah, so I do like that little, little hop you did, man. <laughs> yeah, you saw me? Yeah. Uh, I, can, I can still move. Yeah, I, I see. Look, look, look at that hop you doing. <laughs> <laughs> and you, hey, when that ball went, you was gone. I was like, he got, he got the speed still. <laughs> you didn't think I could move like that, huh? I didn't know you had any steel, brother. I didn't know you had any steel, man. I didn't know. I did. I admit, I did not know. <laughs> and for you, man, like, but have what been David Gene Baptiste to make this shot for you guys? It's been with you guys since sixteen. He was there when McCall yeah. was there as a red shirt guy since six yeah. years in that program. And yeah. him to be the one to make that shot it means so much. Struggling in for that young man. Started off as a mox 16 and stayed next year, the yeah. COVID year. And he made yeah. that shot. It would go down to history for you guys for life. Yeah. Da David Jean Baptiste is as unique of a story as I've ever seen. Not only as someone, one that I've coached, it's as unique of a story as I've ever seen in my career. I've been doing this for 26 years now. He just, it's a, it's a very unique story. I didn't recruit him. He was recruited by somebody else. He decided to stay here. He believed in me and my vision for him and what his role would be in getting there. Um, so that level of commitment and belief is rare. It doesn't happen that often. Um, but uh, it just, it couldn't have been any more rewarding to have Dave be the one that made that shot in that scenario. Just, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a tremendous story. He's a, he's a great kid. He's got an infectious smile and personality. He knows everybody. They call him the mayor. He should be probably the mayor. But uh, uh, what a special moment for our team, for Dave. It's going to go down. You know, Bryce, the, the Bryce Drew shot, whenever, whenever they start talking about uh, the national tournament, NCAA tournament, Final Four, they always show that Bryce Drew, Drew shot that happened, I don't know, in the 90s somewhere probably. David Jean Baptiste is the new Bryce Drew shot. In 2030, I'm telling you, they're going to be showing David Jean Baptiste shot over Furman to win it in the conference title. No doubt, man. And you know what? This whole game to me sh shows me about your, your whole year, Lamont, like ups, downs, highs, lows, but still stayed the course, man. Through it all. I mean, yeah. this game was like the good, bad, ugly, and different, whatever you want to call it, of your whole year <laughs> in one game. It, it was. It was. This team is so resilient. I think people that don't know, they don't understand when a team is picked to win the league. Okay, so here, you're picked to win the league. One, you're going to feel some pressure when you're picked to win the league, right? You're, you're going to get everybody's best shot. Everybody is constantly trying to say, no, nah, they, they got it wrong. Chat's not the team. Chat's not the team. Every single game, you get that. So we went through 18 games of good teams trying to prove that the people that picked us got it wrong. And we and that 
involves injury, that involves COVID, that involves a, 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 a player whose girlfriend broke up with him, his mom told him something he doesn't like. That involves a lot of different things. And so 18 games in, you still come out on top when the expectation was that you were would be on top, so you're getting everybody's best shot. So I think people underestimate how resilient you have to be uh, to inconsistent. It's a the C word. They call, they they act like it's a bad word, but how consistent you have to be in order to perform at that level uh, through an 18 game season, and then you win that. You go into the conference tournament again. You're the number one seed. Uh, people are picking other people other than you. You're the number one seed, and people are picking two other different teams to win the deal. Right? It's just. In order to perform in those circumstances, I can't say enough about what our guys did to to how hard and how difficult it was for them to come through and under those circumstances. And before the world changed, I remember I saw, I saw you guys practicing in October of 19, before the world changed on us that next year, man. Like, even then, your guys always locked, locked in. It, it was very attentive in practice for you guys, practicing hard for you guys. You told me, you have some good kids. And yeah. – I see that even now. You still have good kids and your guys is cheering for each other. They're, they're down for one another. You tell you love each other. It's not like fake love. It's real love. I saw that yeah. in 19. I've seen it now in 2022 as well. Yeah, no, you, you were here. You came here and you saw that, right? Now, I remember we had a conversation. You talked about that, about how different it was versus a lot of the practices that you, that you had seen and just where our guys were with that. And so it's, the, it's how you overachieve. I think it's very difficult to overachieve if you don't really care about the the what the next guy next to you is doing and, and you're really trying to promote him over yourself. So, um, yeah, you you saw it then. It, it uh, You know, the thing that people forget, COVID affected a lot of teams, every team, really, but it really hurt a lot of teams, and they had guys that missed games. We were 9-0 and last year. We started off 9-0, and the first undefeated non-conference uh, uh, schedule that they had ever had here. We received a single vote for the top 25 in, uh, uh, nationally. We were cooking. We were cooking a year ago, and then a bunch of things happened that kind of derailed it. It would have slowed it down, and then we were able to come back the next year and achieve the things that we wanted to do. Malachi Smith, who's our leading scorer, second leading rebounder, leading assist guy, leading steals guy, you know, player of the year in the conference. He was not able to play in the conference tournament last year. Darius Banks, who scored over a thousand points in his career, starter for us. He was not able to play in the conference tournament last year. So to come back this year and those guys were really motivated to try to make something happen and get some redemption. And then for them to actually do it, it's not easy. It's not easy for that to happen. So I can't, I can't tip my hat to them enough. And your guys, Lamont, is also defensively. I mean, when you're shooting the way you were shooting the first half, you can easily quit and say it's not our night. But defensively, they yeah. stick with it all night long. And I would credit my man, Silvio De Silva, for that, De Sousa for that uh, on the glass, double-double, doing his thing, being the, the guy you brought in when it counted the most. And talk about that, man, so sticking with defensively when shots weren't going down and stick, stick yeah. with it throughout the night no matter what. If you have a day like we started off the game and you score 16 points in the first half, and we had some good looks. David Jean-Baptiste had a layup. We had multiple wide open threes. You know, that game's for a lot. When you play in a league like this where you're probably only going to get one team in, they know. Both teams know what it's about and what it's, what it's for. So there's a lot of pressure. We were tight. They were tight. But 
if you play offensively the way that we did in that game to start the game off and score 16 points in the first half, you're supposed to be down 20 at halftime. But because we dug in defensively and got a lot of stops when we needed to and finished it off with rebounds, at the end of the day, the net deal was minus 10 at halftime. That's doable. That's manageable, right? If you're down 20, it's a hard deal. So that was our message to our team at halftime was it could be 46 to 56 and we'd be down 10 and they'd feel better because probably everybody on the team has scored at that point, right? You had a couple dunks. I had a couple threes and you're going to feel better because it's 46 to 56. Well, hey, it's 16 to 26. It doesn't matter. It's still a 10 point spread. And so we concentrated on that and how we could come out in the second half. And lo and behold, we came out, cut it from 10 to five quick. They called a timeout. And four minutes into the second half, we had to leave. And it, that's a lot of credit to our guys to buy into whatever we were trying to sell them at halftime and come out and perform. No doubt, man. And it just speaks to how tough the SoCon is because Bob Richard does a great job down there, Furman. And talk about how how tough the league is, man, from top to bottom. Because I feel like the SoCon does not get the love it deserves because it's not one of the power five or group of five schools. But every night, it's tough. No matter who uh, you play, it's tough. Every it's, There are good coaches and there are good players. I look around and I look at high majors, right? I look at Virginia Tech, who just won the ACC tournament, and they got two players that played in the SoCon. I look at Wake Forest, who has the coach of the year in the ACC, and they got two players from the ACC, from the SoCon that start for them. I look at uh, Southern California, who was at one point the darling of the world and top ten in the country. Southern Conference players starting for them. Like, there's so many good players that come out of this league, and there's so many good coaches in this league that it, it it's crazy. If you look at the, the in the RPI, I think out of there's 32 conferences, 32 Division One conferences. And in the RPI, we're 11th. Okay, so let's look at what does that mean? Okay, you got ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, American, right? Big East. You got, a, that's seven leagues right there. Then you got Atlantic 10. Then you got Gonzaga, who they continue to call mid-major, which is, that's crazy that they could do that. And their league, right? That's eight leagues. Then you got uh, uh, the West Coast Conference. And then, and then you got the SOCON. And then you got the SOCON. So, it's crazy how good this league is. It's crazy for a, for a league that's not, it's not, it's not funded like the Missouri Valley. It's not it's funded like the mid American for that matter. It's not funded that way, but our results are at such a high, high, high level. And that's because there's great talent and really, really, really good coaching in this conference. So hopefully that'll be in our seating. And then, uh, you know, hopefully Furman makes the NIT. There's no reason why they shouldn't based on what our league is. You know, Furman, if you look at teams in our league that beat high majors, Citadel, who finishes at towards the bottom of our league, goes to Pitt and wins by double figures, right? Uh, uh, Furman beats Louisville. Uh, uh, Sanford beats Ole Miss. And the list goes on and on and on. We had two teams in our league beat Georgia. The only team Georgia beat out of the SEC in our league was the last place team in our conference. Every other team beat Georgia out of our – our league is a good league. It's good players and there's good coaches. And it's time that I think that the, that the country recognizes that. I'm with you on that, my brother. And that means yes, man. The city of Chattanooga, man. How's it been buzzing, man? I know I love coming through there, man. How's the Chattanooga treating you guys, man, right now after what happened the other night, man? I feel like you can get anything you want in that town right now, brother. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Now, it's a good time to be a mock. That's for sure. That's for, that's absolutely for sure. I'll tell you what. I, I look back at uh, uh, in the 90s, 
we played a game against uh, uh, Marshall, who was in the league at that time. We played a game against ETSU, and there'd be 9,000 people in, in, in the stands at that back then, right? Well, a lot has transpired since then. You can watch the games on ESPN+. Plus. You can stream it on your phone. You can watch it on television. There's a lot of reasons to not come to games, so I, I get that. But lately, it has not been that. Our crowds have been unbelievable. Our student section has been phenomenal. I mean, it's a real, real scenario when you come into uh, uh, the roundhouse right now. And so I couldn't be any happier. When I, look at, when I look at the vision that I had for this program, it definitely involved winning championships and winning games. There's no question about that. But more importantly, it encompassed everything that involved the community, kids coming here. One of them, we got a kid, uh, a guy that I play golf with. His son comes in here and he takes his shirt off and he's dancing. Like that's honestly what I think about when I think about a program that's achieving incredible success and impacting people in the community. So the community is behind us. We felt that, we see it, we hear that. And uh, uh, we're ready to go play for, for the city. We're going to rep the city. No doubt in the roundhouse is going to be jumping Sunday. I hear you all have a nice party. Tell me about that for our mock fans down here in Atlanta. I want to come up there and see you guys, man. Yeah, come on up. CBS is going to be here. So they're going to have the full the full entourage. And so we're going to open it up to uh, our fans as well. Our guys will be here. Um, we've, we've been told that we'll be featured on the show and they'll show us on the show. So it's going to be a great atmosphere for anybody that maybe didn't get a chance to come to Asheville to watch us play, just to come here, interact and cheer the team and see how excited they are on when they tell us where we're going to go and who we're going to play and how we advance to the next round. If I didn't have a, my day job, which the Hawks on Sunday, we have played the Pacers that night. If I had that game, I'll be able to see you, bro. If I had to work yeah. Sunday, I, I'll come be up there and cheer with you guys in the roundhouse for, for real, bro. That's I'll okay. Be. I know you hey, hey, JR, I know you'll be here. In, I know you'll be here in spirit. I know you'll be here in spirit. So. And I'll be cheering for you in that bracket, too. You know I'll be putting this Chattanooga win. win. He don't want to do that for you. You already know that, right. brother. You got, us, you got us two rounds into the Sweet 16. I know you're doing your bracket all I Already. Right. Already. On site. <laughs> On site, yo, so it's on GP, bro. It's on GP. <laughs> hey, Lamont, thank you for your time, brother. Best luck to you, man. Be safe, and I hope you guys do really, really, really real, man. I'll be cheering for you for real, man. No doubt. No problem. I know you will. I appreciate you having me on here, boss, man. Take care, man. See you, brother. Okay. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.